There she is. Cool. How's it going, Delaney? Yo, it's good. I didn't um, see the bar up at the top. I'm trying to, like, we were having a conversation over in the, um, over in the other server, and, yeah, I just jumped over here, so I'm going to see what the hell they're doing. They're lollygagging. <laughs> no, they, they're here. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. How are y'all? Oh, oh polycoma. <laughs> he keeps requesting and then jumping yeah. out. No, invite him. He can come up. Yeah, let me try. Yeah, who all are you guys? Yeah, who who should I be bringing up? Let me see. Um, dude, I'm in too many servers right now. What is happening? Is Pappy no one of them? Um, yeah, hold up. Okay. Actually, I'm sorry. We're having no biggie. I'm gonna. It's all it's all informal style here, just for like RBTC, for the RBTC community. Yeah. To come in and really uh, check out new projects moving forward. So. Cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. I missed the intro. Oh, it's all good. Dude, there's a little hand on Polycoma, but I can't... Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He doesn't need to be up here. It's fine. Cut it out. <laughs> there you go. There all, all good, boys. Yeah, now we're now we all good. <laughs> mic check. Mic check, mic check. Yep. Coma's like my... Yeah, the dude. Okay. Emotional backup. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Classy. Yo. What's up? Um, Omakasi, check it. Sick. We're uh, excited. Was, was, there, was there another person that we wanted to bring up? Or yeah, there's there? two other people who like were supposed to come, but uh -huh. if they don't show, they might like hop in at some point. Okay. Um, and then we can bring them on. Whenever yeah, I'll point. keep an eye on it, on the um, the audience, and see if I. See him. All right. Yeah. Sorry. This is like a little disorienting. I I just got a big monitor. Yeah. It's like tripping me Could out. I ping them and uh, try to reach them. Delaying or. Yeah. If you if you want to just send them a message and then let them know that when they come into the Discord, they just have to request them. We'll pop them up after you yeah, verify. Yeah. They, yeah. They know. Yeah. Shoot them a ping. I suppose. Yeah, we'll we'll give them uh we'll give them about three minutes, see if they want to pop in now, and then uh from there, if they don't show up, we'll just go ahead and kick it off. I can just read main chat. Catch up. Excellent. Um. Nice. It's good to be back in RBTC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a while. Yeah, dude. I mean. You've been you've been busy all over different projects, really checking yeah. out all the you know the different sides of uh, crypto as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be more focused um, lately, but yeah, um, it's been crazy. Focus is hard in crypto. <laughs> For sure, hundred percent. So much going on everywhere. It's insane. Anywhere you turn be it uh, social media, the, the projects themselves, whatever's launching, 
for real. Dude, it's so much. And then the thing that really makes me mad, I believe, uh, makes me the most mad is that not everything works on one device. So if, like, uh, you're doing something on your phone, it's better on your PC. Uh, sometimes it doesn't come up on your tablet. And it's just like you can't get all the information at once. Yeah, it's crazy how everywhere. A person who figures out how to get everything really easy in one place that just stays updated with everything is going to win crypto for sure. Honestly. Because yeah. crypto, crypto really needs a, like something official where because you got people spread out on Discord, Telegram, Twitter. So if, if there's a official, you know, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It has its yeah. drawbacks and whatever. But um, okay, I'm gonna. I think I'm ready to go. Uh, I can at least give you the answers to the. Sure, sure. All right. Um, MasterChef just came online on Discord. No, so he's been online for a minute. I sent, but we'll see. Oh. Um, I mean, we can go ahead and get started. I can like give you a little bit of an overview um, of the project. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, like right now, uh, just just to let everybody know, uh, we're we're gonna be recording this so that we could put it up on the RBTC Public uh, YouTube. So that when we have uh, any projects that come along for RBTC Public, you can always reference back to the YouTube and follow, like any of the projects that we end up uh, interviewing. So, starting out with uh, Omokaji, um, basically we have uh, Tidepool here. Uh, she's a uh, RBTC, an, an old RBTC member. Uh, she's been focused on other projects. Uh, now she's with Omokaji. Uh, we also have Polycoma. Um, if we, if you hear us referencing Tidepool as Delaney, um, just, <laughs> just be aware. Yeah, uh, that's my name. Yeah, I'm yeah. Delaney. Hi. <laughs> so, um, uh, starting off, starting off with, uh, Delaney, um, if you can just go over who you are and what your role is with Omakazi. Sure. Yeah. That's a great place to start. Um, I'm Delaney. I, um, just kind of. I'm really into NFTs and crypto stuff. Um, I think it's a really exciting place for like the idea of like communities building around art and fandoms and stuff um, and kind of like having their own little ecosystem within it. Um, because the things that people value is like getting sort of getting sort of weird um so <laughs> what i'm doing is basically community building uh for omakasi and um setting up the discord with coma and uh yeah reaching out to artists doing some like artist relations type stuff finding um you know we're working on an artist grant program right now, so I'm trying to, like, push people up for that and, like, get submissions. So that's, like, one of my big focuses right now. Um, yeah, well, I guess, um, Koma, you want to introduce yourself or? Um, yeah, sure. Like, um, I'm, uh, I'm Koma. Um, 
I was mainly building the Discord uh, for Malkasi, um, as well as uh, being friends with Beth. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, just like support designing today in case there's something she can answer or I I maybe know better than her. So, <laughs> gotcha. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> Okay. No, okay. Good. So I guess she's pretty, pretty good. In Whatever. Pretty good form. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting pretty good though. I mean, you know, there's definitely a learning curve with it. And even though I've been using Discord for several years, I'm like, I mean, it's changed itself, I think. But it's like, uh, you really have to stay on top of it because there's a lot that can be done with this. Um, with this software. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that with that being said, uh, if if you guys can go over, um, Delaney, if you want to just go through a a brief summary of what Omakaze is, um, I know the NFT market is new to a lot of people. I know personally, um, I really haven't really uh, dabbled into NFTs and haven't gotten into that side of the community very very much. So. If you can kind of go over what omakaze is and what you guys are trying to uh, aim for and what you guys are trying to do sure um so basically it's a utility um that was built because our dev team had um basically been asked by so many people to make an nft project make a generative nft project um and they kind of realized that like the number of people doing it and just how not very difficult it is to put those contracts together. Um, they decided like, well, why don't we just make a tool where anyone can upload their layers, um, their image layers and create these like generative NFT projects that are randomized and um, you know, the provenance hash is generated automatically, um, which if you don't know, like provenance hash is what basically proves like the authenticity of the NFTs and the fact that there's no other one just like it in the collection. Um, but yeah, so the development, and, and I know some of you have worked on projects and I know that a lot of you like may, um, maybe have just done stuff in like the fungible token world um but development costs for nft projects are like super through the roof because it's like the hot thing right now um this tool is it cuts down on all that cost but more i mean it kind of cuts more down on like bloat of just like there's no reason to be copying the same contract a million times and like paying someone like 30 grand like crazy but um but yeah we're just trying to solve this problem and i think i think we're gonna really nail it so i'm excited okay, okay. um okay. i'm gonna post the git book in uh the stage the text chat right above yeah perfect perfect yeah and then i believe there is a omakaze medium article as yeah. well I actually have that pulled up here on the side. I'll I'll go ahead and post that for everybody as well. 
So we have both the Gitbook and the Medium article for Omakazi. So you guys can go ahead and check that out. Um, and then going back to the project, as far as far as uh, the team goes, uh, mm -hmm. how many how many uh, dev dev team excuse members. me uh, yeah dev team members do you guys have? Um, so at this point, it's kind of like multiple teams that are working on it. Um, we have like a f couple front end developers now. I think, uh, yeah, two ish maybe three as far as like design and uh, front end coding stuff. And then we have one really, really strong Solidity dev. Um, he just, I think he just said that he just left his job at MetaMask. Um, he was a senior dev there um, to work full time. Yeah, yeah. Um, on like for himself, you know, which is amazing. Um, and we have like a whole slew of community support, talent support, um, business management people who are on it. Um, so what, I mean, that's like, we've probably got about seven people that are like really core team doing this all the time um, and then other people who are kind of like in and out who have their hands in like other projects that they're working on that takes up some of their time um, but yeah we've got a good crew uh -huh. and, and like then... beyond that just like we all kind of come from these different communities and so um, just really cool people all like lending hands so it's cool Gotcha, and I'm I'm ex uh I'm guessing there's a lot of experience between all the all the dev members. Oh yeah, um, they've worked on numerous projects and they've been pretty great. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome. They worked on um Mooncake. Y'all remember? Okay. That? Okay. They worked on um. So they've worked on some other stuff. It's just very cool to <laughs> work with people who actually know what they're doing. There's a yeah. lot of those in here in this room, so it's nice. Yeah, I, I can I can definitely uh, feel feel that with any project. As long as you have people that really support each other and know what they're doing, it, it definitely makes for a. Uh, and who have, yeah, and like not only know what the, what you're doing, but like have like an open and or an open and a curious mind for this stuff, um, which kind of means like you know you have to kind of let go of your ego a little, and you know the people who can do that, it kind of like you know it cuts the wheat from the chaff a little bit. It's nice. Well. I guess uh, one of the important questions is, uh, is, is Omakaze currently live? No, we are in the pre-launch stage right now. There's going to be a testnet demo going live, I believe, this week for people who are in the Discord and, um, you know, keeping an eye out for it. Uh, 
it's going to be really cool. I've seen like screenshots and stuff of the interface because guys, like you can literally like put layers, like all of your different image layers into the page here. I'm just going to post a screenshot because it's like what super about the Just share your screen or post a screenshot. Mm -hmm. Give them some results. <laughs> I can't share my screen in here, dude. Oh, yeah, true. It's a page. Yo. Um, but yeah, you can like change how many of each trait there are, make it all like very custom. Let's see. And and while you're getting while you're getting that screenshot, basically, uh, with the test net coming coming this week for uh, the people in the Discord, was was there any any sort of timeline for the actual launch of Omakaze? Yeah, I mean it's we're like I think last I was hearing it was like some fifteen twenty hours away. I mean, they've launched, they've deployed the contract um, and had it verified and everything. And um, it's kind of, I think they were saying it was like the max amount of lines that you could actually have in a contract. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like a pretty heady contract um uh i'm a did, did you post the ether scan uh link already i'm a i'm a get that's what i was uh, looking for yeah i'm looking for it already i got it wonderful so yeah with the with the ether scan um he deployed the con like he uploaded the contract so everyone could have like basically looked through the whole contract and all of all of the code and uh, look what's behind it. So um, yeah, um, I mean, there's no live demo right now, okay. uh, but it's soon to be deployed, but um, you can look in the, the contract already. Yeah, and so when you look in the contract, you can see kind of like where each connection is. Um, so like, you know, where you can make changes to the contract. Um, and is that is that something that you would have to additionally request through Omakaze, whoever's working on your uh, on your NFT collection? Is that a is that a service that you guys would provide as? What do you as, mean? Uh, so, uh, if if uh, the NFT collection launches, if there's any sort of uh, edits that you need to make. Is that oh. something that you can just request easily? Um, I th I'm pretty sure, like, you should be able to, like, change it, right? After, I'm not sure about that one. I mean, you can change everything. I'm not sure if I understand the question, honestly. <laughs> no, um, I was just, <laughs> so just looking, looking through the different artwork, um, this, just looking at this UI itself. Uh, is this something that I would be putting in my collection and then having it generate uh, right off of Omakaze? 
Right. Correct. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So you upload all your different layers. Uh, it, you get all the previews directly underneath it. And then, of course, the uh, amount of NFTs that you want to generate. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's and um, and yeah, so the way that this is kind of being set up is you can purchase a license and with that license you can um you can mint unlimited collections using this tool and um you can set the pricing structure whatever however you want and it'll like generate everything for you it'll generate the contract itself which we haven't even talked about yet It'll generate the contract itself, and it'll generate the the artwork as well, um, and upload everything to like Pinata and IPFS. So, like, I'm a little—it's a little bit overwhelming to even talk about because, you know, I could go on a whole crash course about NFTs, <laughs> of course, um, and like what it takes to actually launch a project. But I know some people in here have—you guys have kind of like poked around with it. I know Sky had a collection that came out. Um, and like, <clears throat> but like once you're doing these things on like a, a grand scale, which I think everyone here like has the capability of, of doing that. Like, even if you're not doing like 10,000, just doing like, it just makes it so much easier to do something like 500 because Sky, I don't know. Did you draw like all of those? or like individual yeah. colors yeah. those yeah. ones weren't generative right. it was through limited collection right right um, i am i am currently building a generative collection though so i i find this very interesting uh i did wonder um like on the artist side of things like when you use the tool do you like plug all of this into your own website or um yeah well that's part of what we're building as well is um basically something where um you can make your own mint page too and have like a mint button and everything and i think that's actually already in the it's already written into the contract but it's like a different part of it from like the generative obviously like the generative uh panel you know um where you control those parameters but there is a separate part of the site that will be for um, setting up right these like mint pages and things like that so that you can actually um, do those mints. And where where do they mint to? What through you? You would mint to your wallet. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess I mean like um, so if someone went if I just set up a whole collection and someone went and minted one on my page, like, do I get to pick whether it's, like, through ETH or... Um... Uh, hmm. Well, the thing is, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. That's a good question. Um, I'm almost positive that would be a thing, but I'm going to write it down. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool to find out. Just... just uh if there's like options on which chain you can mint on I mean, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. 
And, I mean, uh, it's still a chain that you can work on. Um, we're starting out on Ethereum, but it'll be com compatible with any EVM chain um, shortly thereafter. Um, so the initial launch will be with ETH, and then uh, people will have the options later on down the road to go with other other platforms. Yeah, any EVM compatible. Uh, yeah, you'll just compatible. change the RPC in your MetaMask and like, you know, there's websites that, or there's dApps that can, you know, they're compatible with multiple chains. So awesome. it would be a similar function like that. And then you can just um, deploy it on whichever. Okay. And, and, and just looping back around as far as the, the launching goes, I know uh, we, we touched on it um, briefly saying that it was going to be launching uh, soon, I know it goes with the test net this week, and then uh, you said the the actual launch is coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. What's a what's a successful launch for Omakaze look like for you guys? Right. Um. Well, currently, um, what I would like to see. Let's see. Well, basically. We're going to be doing a pre-sale um, with with regards to these licenses, you know, the lifetime license. And um, I would like to see people involved in the pre-sale round who like, um, you know, who are just on board with it. And then as far as like the actual date, you know, I feel like it's uh it's almost like a a Broadway play or something. Like it's like launch night is such a big thing. Um, but it's kind of a different you know, it's not quite like these NFT flipping servers mm -hmm. and stuff and projects. Um it's just so we're kind of we're kind of trying to like figure out what exactly the vibe is going to be yeah. but there is like i know that we've been talking with a bunch of really awesome artists and basically we're going to be launching our genesis collection and um once that happens uh that that collection will um you know, the Genesis collection of these projects is always going to be something that is very well curated and that is very like valuable. So I'm just really looking forward to um, that uh, that element of the hype because I know that that will be there and that's like really fun. But uh, at the same time, like being there with people who are like you know, invested in what we're building, which is like a really awesome community yeah. of creators and developers and stuff. I mean, there's, and, and there's to, pretty uh, much limitless potential with this project and it's really exciting. Yeah. And and as far as the, the Genesis collection, if, uh, you know, the people listening in uh, regarding this project, if they wanted to have a chance at uh you know being a, a part of that uh pre-sale uh what, what would they need to do 
definitely join our Discord and stay abreast of the announcements there. Um, we, if you go to the Kitchen Jobs channel in there and you get a role, it'll let you into the kitchen, um, which is where we kind of like are starting to put together these ideas and that's like the first place that the testnet beta will be released. Um, yeah, it's, you'll have a good shot as long as you're in the discord. Gotcha. You'll know. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have a, do you guys have a vanity link for your discord? We do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just come and post it. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, you guys heard it there. If you guys want a chance at the presale, uh, the Discord link for Omakaze is right there in the stage uh, stage text chat, so you guys can check that out. Now, yeah. uh, with that with that launch, say everything goes perfectly, you have a successful launch. Uh, what's one thing, one plan that you guys have uh, in mind uh, for Omakaze after the launch that uh, kind of keeps Omakaze afloat? Well, basically. Um... it's going to be pretty much handed over, you know, we're going to be able to, um, like I haven't even gotten into the other part of this whole project, which is that each NFT project that you launch or each holder of these licenses can, um, Okay, it's like crazy, but like every collection that you make can also be turned into a DAO with tokens. Um, you know, a lot of these hype NFT projects will have like a token involved with the project that's like integrated and so they try to make their own little economy and ecosystem within the project. And like, I think that's really innovative and really the future of like where all of this stuff like DeFi and NFTs are kind of headed. Um, so ideally what would happen would be like people with the licenses are basically the lords of the land mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, you know, you, I have one Ethereum and I can use this to deploy the contract first one's free, but after the first one, I can use this Ethereum to, to deploy the contract for this artist. And this artist can now take this collection and use it as their, um, their DAO, their like company in a way, um, to like govern their, govern their project and their like what they work on, you know? Um, so what I would like to see is like those people being enabled to kind of like make a lot of money and build communities around stuff that's really cool, like gaming and art and all this stuff. And, that, <laughs> and that's right after they launch off of Omakaze, correct? Because you can use these contracts since they have all so much custom ability, you can use them in games. God, God. You can use them as to do on-chain governance for a DAO that was created on Omakase. Um, 
you can pretty much create an entire economy just by clicking like a mint button mm -hmm. and like fiddling with some little and like not only do you have like a token currency that is but you also have like asset backed NFTs. So it's kind of That's crazy. So cool. Um yeah, and I know that you guys are kind of like interested in sort of like business structure kind of stuff. We've sort of talked about some stuff before. But um from that perspective it's like pretty fascinating when you think about like yeah. Well, uh that that being said, with with the incentives uh, the incentives and the power being in the artist's hand by working with Omakaze and, uh, you know, being able to launch that collection for a person like myself, uh, if I'm not looking to, uh, if I'm not looking to launch an F NFT collection of, uh, for myself or, you know, don't plan on doing anything with NFTs, how could, how could I be an investor of Omakaze, right. uh, itself, um, if I wanted to, you know, be yeah. in that position. Like, like I, like I have like uh, the idea. Maybe also is like for someone like also I didn't have like a lot of touch points with NFT before, right? But for example, if you know like someone who is a great artist, or maybe you have a friend or someone in real life, you know. Who's a who's a good artist? It would like enable you basically, and you have like let's let's say you bought license or um you there's also an option for free deployment with a tax on it. So uh, when you have like the one ease to deploy, basically you know the artist and he's making art for you. You could turn this like easily into an NFT collection, and later on if there's a hype created by those NFTs. You could like easily open a DAO on it and have like your own like circle and create more hype and get get on from there. So yeah, without even the needs to hire a dev or, or do some contract stuff or coding. So definitely, definitely. If so, I and I I know what kind of you're asking more, um, which is that like. Because I've had other people ask me a similar question. Mm -hmm. What I would do is just, like I've been harping on, join the Discord, keep an eye on it. Um, especially whenever these collections start launching. Um, you know, I mentioned the Genesis collection, that's one big thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, when future collections launch, it's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on because, you know, we're going to be blowing those people up you know we're gonna be hyping them up um and it'll it'll um but there's there's other stuff too i mean you know we can't be too at this stage in the game we can't really be too uh transparent about things mm -hmm. and i know that like the pricing structure is something that's been heavily debated gotcha. um, and then like also how um, this project is going to like interact with other protocols. There's like so many, po there's so much potential. So, um, you know, I'll get back to you on that as well. Um, <laughs> okay. It's definitely something that's like 
pretty top of mind for me because you're not the only person that's asked me that question. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, we're, uh, you know, we're starting the process of building up a really awesome community and I've like, I'm like honestly so excited for it, so. Yeah, so uh, uh, for, for now, um, I can take it as uh, participating in the actual NFT hype, uh, taking in the community of Omakaze and then uh, looking forward for what the future releases have. But uh, as, as, as far as, I, I know you mentioned price there um, for a second, um, which is which is a nice segue to my next question. Um, I know I know you can't be fully transparent, but is there is there an outline for pricing that you could share with yeah, anybody interested? Totally, in totally. Um, the licenses like on public market are going to be five Ethereum. Um, that's like a lot of money. I know for most people, it's a lot of money for me. I don't have that, but. Um, it's, you know, that's why I'm kind of like really telling people to consider the idea of like having a multi-sig and purchasing a license and sending it to the multi-sig because then you can kind of have a little, you know, you have a little governing body at the head of it and all of you can use it mm-hmm. to mint your projects. Um, and I know that that's kind of, we've got some people in the community who are talking about things like this, and that's very titillating for me. Yeah, that, so that that part um, did a little bit of a scratching uh, on my brain. Uh, that kind of excited me because uh, I, I didn't even think about that, where you could have the multi-sig and then really uh, have that governing body to be able to build that NFT collection. Um, Everybody well, you can make so happy. many collections. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you can have multiple people joining in and really pulling yeah, their like, resources. So. Any, as anybody in this space knows, like you cannot do this by yourself. It's like impossible. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. You could onboard some great people, get some great people around you, um, showing that you have the license and... Uh, Probably also having a preview or uh, a grasp of a live demo of Omakasi, and then people will get hyped, and then you just need like a couple of artists. And I guess that's the recipe to wealth, <laughs> more or less. Okay. Okay. I mean, essentially, pro- essentially, okay. probably too, like if someone wanted to invest in buying that, and then they had other artists that just wanted to use it underneath them, they could also allow them to do that or exactly. you know that an artist like pays them a bit to be able to use the license Dude, instead of having to pay the just, whole thing or you would just you could set everything up you know where in the smart contract where you get some percentage of the mint and then like you know it's just all automated through smart contracts but um that's super cool and then yeah you can just deploy you know, you could go work with one artist and find another artist, work with that artist, put out their collection, work out the pricing structure, um, build a brand with the contract that's been built, and you already know everything's automated, everything's in front of you. Um, 
you don't have to pay devs, you don't have to um, pay a Fiverr artist, you can just work with people that you know are good, and um, yeah, dude, it's this, super cool. <laughs> this this uh, makes me think of some people that might want to utilize Omakaze <laughs> on its launch. Yeah, and like, so that's the, that is going to be like, that's like the top, you know, of the structure. Um, there are, there's going to be a pre-sale, um, information about the pre-sale is not public yet, but if you might be interested in the pre-sale, you can hit me up. Um, and then, but I think that'll probably go semi-public soon, but yeah, hit me up if you're interested in the pre-sale. Um, okay. yeah, and yeah, then definitely. there will be some other levels that will allow people you know to pay some kind of something to do some of it you know there's going to be some other tier in between you know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that, i don't think that the <laughs> finer details of that have been uh yeah. they haven't been shared with me so i'm not gotcha. sure that they are and did you say that um if you bought the license your first mint would be free or did i mishear that that's correct Okay, so really, technically, it's like four ETH plus right. like what it would cost you normally too. Right. Like not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, and you guys can go on Fiverr and like look at how much it costs to hire all these things and mm -hmm. um, compare the cost. I mean, it's like, um, it's just it's just nutty what yeah. people charge to do things like to fork contracts. Um, because, you know, people want to make money off of this, off of the NFT hype. And like, you know, it's kind of in a lull right now-ish, but my it's like, NFT... It's like buying the debt. Yeah, well, my <laughs> NFT have done really well, and it's just, it's like buying the dip, but it's also like just being really ahead of the game, you know? Absolutely. Um, Is there, um, in your contract, a way for, like, I've seen other projects that are launching now with like token reflections going to them would mm -hmm. that be a possibility with your contract or like to to allocate i guess funds towards the holders of your nfts that they yeah. buy yes definitely mm -hmm. that's part of that's part of the um That'll, you'll, that'll all be able to be um, changed and edited in the front end as far as like how that works. But yes, as the contract exists right now, that's already enabled. It's something you can already set up. You can make a fully functioning DAO. You can mint, as a license holder, you can mint unlimited fully functioning DAOs that are governed on chain with asset backed NFTs is crazy. <laughs> that's awesome that's actually really cool yeah but uh yeah with 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 all that being said uh one one of the final questions that i had for you was with omakaze launching doing really well providing all the services to all these artists uh where where does omakaze see itself in about three years as a project mm-hmm I mean, like Typhoon already mentioned, like we would love to uh, create something which connects like artists, um, like connect different parties 
together like which haven't been connected to yeah like i would just love to see a huge explosion of like entrepreneurs come out of omakase and like start their own like um art or like gaming like little you know it'd be awesome to be like an incubator for like real life real world business initiatives you know yeah um it would be really cool so uh over the course of three years to like um make all of these connections and um especially like coma said just like making connections between devs and creative people and investor crypto people um not all of these people speak the same language really uh, and they all like work in different ways. So if this tool can somehow bridge that gap so that everyone can push themselves kind of to the next level beyond like, you know, generative, like, yes, this should be something like, it should be a snap. That's why we're doing it, you know? Um, but if, you know, I'm just really excited to see what people build and and can like make with this tool. It's going to be, especially what people do with the community element and the DAO element. That is, um, I would just love to see a bunch of DAOs come out of this thing. Like it would be so awesome. It would be like the birth of nations or something. That that is actually what I was. That's so cool. Yeah, thinking about seeing all these communities pop up uh their own DAOs, utilizing you know omakaze and and its services and really really making an impact uh within within the crypto space i think it it would be revolutionary at this point if you really think about it giving them the tool yeah exactly and all of um yeah i mean it's like people agonize over these projects and they, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well said. Absolutely. Well said. Well, I, I think, I think we, we got a pretty good idea uh, about Omakaze and what you guys are looking to do, what, what kind of services you guys provide. Uh, would you guys be willing to take uh, a couple questions if there's anybody in the audience that uh, has anything specific they want to ask? Sure. I know it. Uh, it kind of puts <laughs> all the all the listeners on on the spot. But if anybody had any particular questions they wanted to direct to Tidepool and Coma here, uh, you can. Uh, yeah, I might as well. So, yeah. I mean, obviously with like nfts are kind of like evolving all the time right like we saw it start off with like you know they're just kind of generative and like buy this one because it's rare and now trying to add utility and now we're even coming close to coinbase launching their own platform so generally what how do you see it kind of evolving further and then how can omakaze kind of position themselves to keep adapting with that constantly changing nft market Yeah, well, I mean, the pro- the the project itself is like pretty open ended, and that's kind of the amazing part about it. I uh, I'm not sure like what you really mean. 
I'm sorry. Well, just as far as like, so yeah, I mean, it like we, you know, with Coinbase entering the NFT marketplace is going to kind of bring it even a little more mainstream. And it's just like, you see, it's just, I feel like even over like the last six months, like the sentiment of NFTs, like obviously it comes in waves too, right? But the sentiment seems to change with each wave where there's a kind of a different little focus or a new niche that evolves from it. Dude, I mean, it's like a meme at this point, but seriously, we're like very early. (laughs) Like, I mean, there's, you know, I know a lot of art people, one second. And they're like, they're like so scared of, um, of this stuff because they don't get it. And that's pretty understandable. But like, the more people that we can kind of bring into the space, the better. And I think that that's one reason that I'm so bullish on this is because it's pretty much in a box. It's like you can just set it up. Anybody could do it, you know. And I think as with any other crypto thing, NFTs are going to want to push towards adoption, you know. I think um, NFTs as opposed to other stuff in crypto world like DeFi have a better chance at adoption because I'm getting called right now. Second. Sure. So yeah, while, while that's going on, uh, I was saying um, if there's anybody listening that that wants to ask a particular question for Tidepool or Coma uh, here, uh, you oh, can go okay. And uh, write write the question in the stage text chat or just go. Hey, ahead hey, can you can you hey can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you bring up um, Master Chief Masatoshi? Master Chief Masatoshi. Oh yeah. And, hey, Okay, perfect. Exactly. When he's on stage, uh, like he can go back on user scan if you like and look through the contract, and he can answer you any questions about uh, because he's obviously the one who deployed it. <laughs> he's the master chef. Oh, the master exactly. chef. Okay. So, hey, hey, what's up, guys? Chef. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Yeah, we actually got Derp- Derpamine. Uh, our other senior dev is going to be here in just a moment. Too. He's Actually, I don't know if he's here yet, but he's actually hacking away. Sweet, yeah. So we can basically answer any questions that you guys have uh, about what it is we're building here. And and obviously, like, this first release of the MVP is just the, is like, as we put it, just like the aperitif, the amuse-bouche. And there are, like, uh, uh, there are going to be, like, layers of tooling that are added. What's up, Derp? How's it going? Yep, hey. All good. Yeah. Yeah. So just we just uh, we were just on a couple of <laughs> a couple of dev calls and like grinding through a bunch of things that we've got going on in the background, uh, but just popped up to see kind of like if there are any specific questions. Um, I'll check the stage text chat, and I mean obviously Omocracy is effectively uh, a fully f- it's the receipts are a lifetime license to a fully functional Web three app that uh, basically enables you to compile all the layers of a generative NFT art project. It automatically uh, sandwiches those layers, pins them to, uh, pins them on chain, adds the metadata to your token contract, then deploys a novel NFT contract 
Um, and there's something kind of special about our NFT contracts, which maybe Derp, you want to describe how that works with like the non-fungible on-chain DAOs and the dynamic function calls while I read through the other questions that are available. Derp. Hey, sorry, what? I, I completely missed what you said. Oh, I was saying maybe you want to break down like what's unique about our NFT contracts in terms of the dynamic function calls and the NFT DAO. Just like explain that to people a little bit, like how that works and kind of some of what's possible. And then I'm reading through some of the other questions right now to just see what people. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So basically, when you go ahead and create an NFT contract through Omakase, you aren't just creating an NFT contract, you aren't just creating like a standard ERC-721 contract. It's an ERC-721 NFT contract mixed with DAO functionality. So like essentially what you have the ability to do is if you're a holder of the NFT, you can propose some sort of vote as to what you would like to do with any funds that are inside the contract. And then based on what the threshold percentage is set at, Anybody else holding an NFT can then go and sign that voting. If there's a majority threshold amount of signatures on that voting, it can then be confirmed and enacted. And then encoded within that voting is a message call. And that can either be just a generic value transfer, like from the smart contract to another account, or that can be some sort of smart contract function in fact it can be any smart any any con uh, sorry any function from any smart contract in the entire DeFi ecosystem so that kind of that that really opens the door to, to a huge swath of possibilities regarding nft DAOs. and you know like one one other interesting proposal or possibility with this is like imagine if you have had one DAO, and then you could then you could vote in a council to then go and create a sub DAO, and then with that you could have like the primary DAO, which kind of sits at the top of the arrangement, um, that that has some sort of governance in the smaller DAO, or almost ideally you could have one principal DAO at the top that has full ownership of a sub DAO that has internal governance. And th this could be useful for things like, you know, if you're a company and you want to spin up some sort of division that has its own internal executive control over funds via governance, uh, say you have like a team of six people that are assigned to a specific task, within those six people, they can govern as to how they want to spend their money to complete their tasks. But then, you know, as, as the owner, as like the top level DAO, you could... Like, like if they weren't doing their job properly or you wanted to close the division, you could just revoke all the funds inside that contract. So it's, a, it's quite an interesting way to actually create some sort of, of chain of command, like a big, a big web of management of you know, various DAOs and sub-DAOs all governed by NFTs. And that's, that's just kind of scratching the surface as to what is possible with these contracts. So like, like when you release a contract initially in the beginning, it isn't a DAO. So like one owner, the deployer has full ownership of everything. 
They can decide if they want a mint. They can decide anything. So if you want the DAO functionality, you just call one function, which permanently converts the contract to a DAO and puts all of the function's permissions underneath a DAO, essentially. And then the, the other option here is that all of these functions can also be callable by an owner, no matter what, even if it is a DAO, right? So then, like, you could still, if, if you wanted to have executive ownership, you could still maintain that. But then if you'd want to get rid of that executive ownership, you could just transfer the ownership to a noop address, example, to, like, the, the Ethereum dead address. So then at that point, the functions are only callable by the DAO itself. So it's like it, it needs to be the proposal vote method. So, and, uh, so yeah, like that's, yeah. yeah. E.T., uh, there, there are a couple questions here. So the first question that came up is, how does one get involved with Omocracy as an artist? So uh, w what we've done, because we know not all artists have capital, there are two ways you could get involved with Omocracy as an artist. One is you could become a license holder, which gives you access to the full tooling um, and is going to enable you to effectively like create as many of these NFT DAOs as you want to. So basically allows you to deploy your own unique NFT contracts that also have the ability to dynamically interact with other contracts on chain. Um, so like, you know, examples for use cases on something like that are like, it could be used to create an NFT game by interacting with another contract or another proxy contract. Um, it could be used as like a community fund. It could be used for any purpose. Um, and that's one way you could get involved as an artist. Alternatively, we also have reserved a certain number of the licenses for artist grants uh, because we really believe that uh, what will drive the product and the community is, is people creating successful mints with our product. And we know that a lot of the greatest artists or the people that we want to see create art uh, don't necessarily have the upfront capital for a license. So we do have like a grant program, which you can apply for uh, if you are an artist. Um, and then we, you asked another question, uh, Yamarino, Mr. Ducky, do we have any artists specifically representing Omakase? Is the Genesis collection created in-house or by an artist using the Omakase tool? So the tool uh, is not designed to create art. The Genesis collection and lifetime licenses are created by an artist named Ari. He's in our uh, Discord group. And so I actually came up, I was actually the art director for that series. And he actually generated all of the art. Um, and, you know, he, he's receiving some of the revenue from the project uh, and also is receiving a license so that he can continue to, you know, create his own series of NFTs as he desires. Uh, and in addition, we have like a, a pretty full team of UI, UX and illustrators uh, on our stack. Like maybe Dirt, maybe you could just for a moment speak to like what on like just the sort of software development and UI UX side, like what our team looks like and how many people are there? Um, sure, yeah. So, so right now we have three front-end developers that are on the programming side. And then we have a team of around, like we have one art director and then we have, we have one UI guy and 
a couple of different graphic illustrators that are helping put together and layer the content for all of our front-facing displays, whether, whether those be websites, et cetera, et cetera. And included in that, we have, we have an illustrator that's been specifically focused on doing some generative art so that we have samples in order to test this tool and also launch some of our own projects using the tool. Yeah, so so this we kind of see uh, the tools being having primary utility for like two types of people or three types of people, like uh, a sort of project manager who who wants to create an NFT mint um, and is like facing the the obvious short supply of Solidity developers uh, as well as front end developers, um, an artist who who doesn't know about solidity or blockchain development but is interested in launching a generative nft collection uh, or even developers who are short on time and have to turn down uh nft deployments because they just don't have the time to like do all of the forking and metadata and do all of the work in the command line so as a tool for developers that they can use to replace uh you know dev debt and time that would be spent in a command line basically building these collections exactly um, it's a one-click button solution that's that's what we're trying to create here it's like once you have all of your art layers it's literally a one-click solution you click a button and then you wait the request gets sent to a back end the back end does everything it takes your it takes your layers it takes your art it generates all of the images like it, there's the, the there's there's the art engine which is the first part it generates all the images from the layers and then it uploads them to a decentralized platform called ipfs and then it pins those images so that they're accessible by everyone around the world and then from there it goes ahead and deploys the contracts automatically it deploys the the nft dao contracts automatically and then passes ownership to whoever the minter is and then from there, it's like there's a UI within the Omoxy platform that allows you to manage certain things, like when you want to actually start the mint. You know, if you want to, like, when you want to reveal the collection, when you want to reveal the metadata for the collection so that people can see the images and the metadata. If you want to pre mint, if you want to pre mint some of the tokens for yourself before you start. Uh, and yeah, it also comes with like built in built-in image provenance. So, so the ordering of each image is basically put through a hashing algorithm. And then at the end, each and every single one of those images, the, the, that, the, the resulting hash of those ordered images is then hashed one last time to produce a provenance hash, which is, it's like a certificate of authenticity to make sure that your collection wasn't tampered with. And so that's, that's a good way to have instantaneous credibility before you launch your collection. Uh, also, so something worth noting is, you know, like the during the first course, we're just going to provide like the everything that uh, Derp just described. Um, and, you know, along with the second course, which should follow shortly after, there's going to be the ability for people to create like a profile page and like a, a sort of like bootstrapped front end and mint page 
for their for their own collections that they've launched on Omocacy. So you won't need to actually like go through the sort of trials and tribulations of needing to build a front end, but we'll give you access to being able to deploy like a, a basically like a, a location where people can come and mint your tokens without needing to interact with the block explorer or anything like that. Um, and then as well, there, it, there are, uh, you know, no promises, but there are rumors of a marketplace as well as some additional tooling that will share marketplace revenue with the lifetime license holders. Just, just rumors, you know, that's not, that's not, that's bad. awesome. That's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, but... we, we, we like to call open sea broken sea. So <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Well, that that being said, uh, there were there were a couple additional questions here. Um, yep, I'm looking at them right here. So we've got one, which is: Are you limited to the type of assets you can use for backing and DAO contracts, and, and funds held in the contracts? Can funds be used and deployed in protocols according to DAO governance decisions? The answer is unequivocally yes. Yes, you can choose. Absolutely yes, you can choose the token that you. First of all, you can choose even the token that the NFTs are minted with. So you don't have to mint with ETH. If that's not your preference, you could mint with any other fungible token. Uh, as In well, the beginning, you, it's only going to be ETH just for simplicity, but the contract does allow for any token. Yeah, the front end, so that's, the that's front end be on the allow it in the first course, but the contract does allow it. Um, and in addition, uh, once funds are in the DAO, you can deploy those funds into any they those that contract can interoperate dynamically with any other smart contract on the ethereum virtual machine so what that means is you could interact with the sushi swap router to form lp tokens you could interact with a staking pool to stake those lp tokens that you formed you can harvest the reward tokens you can interact with a lending protocol. You could interact with another DAO that was formed. You can interact with any fungible or non-fungible asset. You could make offers for NFTs on OpenSea, and you could have a, a communal NFT collection that was determined by governance. So the answer is no, you are not limited to the type of assets you can use for backing in the DAO contracts or funds held in the contract. And yes, the funds can be used and deployed in protocols according to the DAO governance decisions. And the re this is one of the reasons why we offered an unlimited license because of uh, what ET talked about earlier with sort of like the branching DAOs, whereby you could have a top level DAO that operated as like a, a council of councils, so to speak. Uh, so you could, for example, have one DAO, let's just call it like, you know, the Milky Way DAO. And then you could have different solar system DAOs under the Milky Way DAO. And each of the solar system DAOs could hold one of the governance tokens to the Milky Way DAO. But the Milky Way DAO could have ownership permission to all of the, could have ownership permissions to all of the sub DAOs. So if there was a majority vote of a majority of the sub DAOs, they could pull funds out of or put funds into one of the other sub DAOs. So there, there's really like a lot, the, the, because of the dynamic function calls, like really the, the limit is your imagination um, and how much gas you're willing to burn on deployment. 
Uh, and the next question is, is Omakase the first of its kind? If not, do you, how do you plan to compete? Um, there are other tools that perform portions of what we offer, uh, but there is no comprehensive tool that offers uh, the all of the utility that we offer, uh, as well as having like a, a roadmap of additional functionality and like uh, a well-resourced team of developers that like listens to the community and is open to uh, input and requests. Like if we think that they're cool or functionality that is uh, useful to be added, then like we'll be pushing those types of updates in further courses. So no, it's the first of its kind and there's nothing like it as of right now, so. As a as an artist, how hard is this going to be to navigate? Like, I I'm not insanely technically savvy, so um, will I need a dev to help me or? Uh, no, no, that's exactly the point. No. Is you literally like uh, okay? Let's put it this way: if there was a seven year old kid who had done all of their art layers they would be able to navigate this more easily. It's like, so long as you have a MetaMask wallet already uh, or any other, you know, or any other, you know, uh, DAP browser ready wallet, uh, you know, like it, a, a five-year-old could do this. That's awesome. And, and, and it's completely just... intuitive, so. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and I just had one more question. Um, for the licensing, is there like a limited amount of licenses you're, you guys are selling or is it just something anyone can buy at any there, time? There is, a, there is a limited amount of, there are a limited amount of mintable lifetime licenses. Um, and those lifetime licenses that are capped at uh, 1,000. We've reserved 111 licenses uh, for team members and artist grants. So we have a, a, a about 10% of the licenses are like sitting in a pool to grant to license uh, to grant to like notable artists and things like that. Uh, and then the rest of the licenses are mintable and each license is itself uh, a generative piece of art with verifiable rarity. Um, and there are also like some cool Easter eggs hidden inside the licenses with some sort of like ARG prize pool components tucked into those licenses. That's super cool. And when yeah. will you guys be selling those licenses? So um, that's, we're just tying up the front end like technically we could open the mint for the licenses at any time um our goal is to just have the actual app completely like ready to use so that there's no delay between you getting your license and being able to go and play with the application um and i think that we're within like we're within 24 hours of the application being done. And then we were going to kind of like allow a little bit of time for a little bit of a hype cycle to build after releasing the video demos of the application being used. Um, and then in addition, just something to note is that 
we are using the application on the back end and we also have a, a collection of generative NFTs which are reserved specifically for and airdropped to people who actually co create collections using the utility. So like the license, uh, you know, it has a number of benefits to holding it besides just using the tool. But uh, if you actually use the tool and successfully create a collection, you also will, will receive, you know, an additional NFT access to an additional sort of like free mint of an NFT that says that you're like a successful collection creator. Um, so I think we're within uh, derp. I don't want to, uh, you know, over promise and under deliver. What would you say? Uh, we're, we're in a, in a time frame. Uh, okay. So, so pretty much at this point, well, so. pretty, pretty, pretty much what I'm thinking is there's a small amount of items to tie up before we're going to release a video demo of the full procedure from the front to the back. And then what we flirted with was potentially opening up the public mint. Uh, like once this video is out and once we have the minting interface on the front end ready, um, obviously, you know, there's, it's, it's quite a big endeavor. It's a big project. There's a lot of moving parts. And so, you know, that there's, there's going to be some bugs. It's not going to be fully polished. You know, there's, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot to work out still. Although it's definitely, it's definitely going to be released very soon. Hour wise, like. I don't know, like set, like basically before the week is up, basically okay. before before next week starts, I want to have something up and ready that people can start playing with. Okay. Okay, so so I should start trying to move some money around. <laughs> yeah, everybody, yes. everybody listening. I think uh, it's pretty cool. Everybody. Yeah, yeah I mean, we we there there are two ways that I look at sort of like the economics of the license, like if you were to just like ignore the numismatic value, right? Like say it wasn't a generative art collection, there's no numismatic value. We are giving you a blank receipt for a license that just said, you know, receipt on it. There is no numismatic value. I look at it like this, which is that right now, if you want to find a developer to uh, do your generative art project, uh, I've seen quotes which don't in include contract deployment, right? This is just like doing the the JSON files for your metadata. I've seen quotes as high as ten to fifteen thousand um, dollars, and uh, you know, I think that like the lowest price that you could get from like an Indian dev stack to fork these contracts for you would be in like the $15,000 range. Um, and they would take between seven and 21 days to actually like deliver you your finished deployed contracts. And that's if they don't get a bigger job. Like I've, I've received numerous, I've, I've been on like numerous messages, message threads this week of people just being like, I had a dev and they got another bigger job and told me i had to wait it just just like like outsourcing development in general has been a huge problem in the industry and yeah. just just the overall reliability 
uh, the overall reliability, the speed, the technical prowess, and just like not not knowing who you're dealing with. Like you're dealing with random people that you met on the internet. Maybe there's like a reputation score, but at the end of the day, like you've never seen these people face to face. You know, you're not in the same room with them, uh, and they like they don't really care about your project. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we we definitely understand that aspect of it uh quite extensively um with, with and then quality, so yeah and then the other the other side the other economic side is like so there's the there's looking at it from like just the development costs and remember like the license gives you access to de- the lifetime license gives you access to deploy unlimited collections we don't limit you on the number of collections that you can deploy so it's like if you pay a dev and then you know you launch your first collection and it doesn't hit well, now you have to pay a dev again to take a second shot at it. Whereas with Omakase, you don't have to pay again to take a second shot. You don't have to pay again to take a second collection to make a second collection. You don't have to pay again to evolve your collection if you want to, right? And uh, you know, and then the other side of the economics is like, you know, there's the license, but you know, even if you do only you know, a thousand, let's say you do only a hundred NFTs at 0.1 per NFT, right? So you have a collection of only a hundred generative NFTs at 0.1 per NFT. After contract deployment and after everything, you still have, would have roughly a hundred percent ROI on the license, right? So like, that's kind of how we thought about the, the economics is that like, if someone can put together a bare minimum mint and sell a hundred NFTs for 0.1 ETH, they still come out of their first license up. So, you know, and that doesn't, that doesn't even talk about like, okay, what is the, the max potential upside is like, you know, you're able to do something that's like really good and incentivize a team to, to do some healthy marketing for you. And you do something like, you know, mutant apes or bored apes Mm-hmm. And you do a you know five to fifty to hundred million dollar mint or something like that, right? So it's like it's something where kind of the sky is the limit, but you have a viable hedge. And if you have a license, you can offer your services to deploy NFT projects for other people as well, right? You could say, hey, I have a license, you're an artist. Do you, are you interested in doing an NFT project? Give me, now you're the Jeet dev. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now you're the Indian developer. You can say, give me $12,000 <laughs> and I will, and, and your art layers, and I will deploy your contracts for you. Yeah. And, and it can all be done. If you have all your art layers, the process from start to finish, as long as you have like all of your metadata ready and you know everything that you're doing, the process from start to finish uh, is under an hour. So that's insane. Yeah, and it really depends on how big your collection is, though. Too like, uh, typically it would be under an hour, but if your collection is really big, then it could take longer for sure. Because it has to like it has to go through the process of you know uploading all the images, making sure they're publicly accessible. Yeah, yeah, but that's not that's not actually work people are doing. It's that's just the the process itself takes longer. But yeah, exactly. Time input on your part will still be less than yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it, it it seems like we've we've heard a lot of good stuff in regards to uh, Omakaze and every, everything that you guys are going to be providing as a surf uh, as a service. Um, so far, everything that we've heard has been really positive. Uh, even even for myself, uh, I'm not a big NFT person. I haven't really dabbled that much. I know there's a a lot of people within our community that really uh, focus on NFTs. Um, earlier, we did discuss that it it is a little bit of a lull right now, but I'm pretty sure NFTs are going to be coming back, especially with a a service like Omakaze available. Uh, I'm I'm fully expecting to be bullish on on a market like this, especially with the the idea that you can you can have a DAO built uh, just just around the services, around the art, uh, to build your own community. I feel that it it is a great project, and honestly, I'm 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 really grateful that the entire Omakaze team got to uh, come over here and discuss uh, the the tool, um, the project, um, and and really really appreciate you guys being our first uh, RBTC Live uh, guests. So at yeah. this point, yeah, 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 totally happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, looking, awesome, looking bro. over. I hope, I hope it's a. I hope it. It's a a win for us. Uh, Kevin, one other thing, really quickly, and then more questions. Oh, yeah. will them, but this, this is also some. Is uh, is Master Chef breaking up for anybody else? Yeah. Having these yeah. Traps, yeah. Lot, create yeah. NFTs oh, that are functionally. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Um, can you guys hear me now? Yeah. 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 I just got a little too far from my router. So, so here, here's what I was saying is that one, one of the core issues in NFTs is liquidity, right? So it's like it, it's very. It, you have this sort of pain point around NFTs, which is that when you purchase an NFT, it's inherently illiquid, right? It relies on someone making an offer or being willing to purchase that NFT for you to be able to sell it or redeem any of your value. But by having the DAO contracts, it allows uh, the deployer, the creator of a collection to effectively determine if they would like to some ratio of asset backing to the NFTs. So based on how many are, how many are pre-minted or when the, when the collection is, is converted into a DAO, that percentage of the mints effectively becomes assets that are that are in the mint contract that are backing those nfts so for example if you had a a contract that you flipped the say flipped the state of the contract to a dow before you started the mint and you had zero pre-mint then every nft that was minted would actually be a hundred percent asset backed by the liquidity that it was minted with that is so but, cool. Like, you as an owner can, can basically decide what proportion you want to be asset back. So you could say like, oh, well, since I created the collection, like I want, I want to take a cut, so I'm going to take 20%. And then the remaining 80% would basically stay in the contract to be governed by all of the holders. And then like, you know, one example of if you wanted to uh, reclaim some of that value is that, you know, you could vote to send some of this value to a contract that emits tokens or like to some sort of contract that is able to distribute that revenue back to the NFT holders. 
there's, there's or, or so to, many ways that you can or yeah, to buy an like, nft well, off of the floor right like someone lists an yeah. nft on OpenSea below the floor price the dow that has those assets could be like uh actually no we're not gonna let you drop our floor price that much we're gonna come and sign a vote that sweeps that nft off the floor you now no longer are part of the dow you now no longer hold your nft you got some of your liquidity back because you wanted to exit, but we're all holding and we took that NFT off the market. That's super cool. I love this. That that was actually one thing that I was like looking for in when I launched my, I want to launch a generative collection. And I was like, you know, you have all these NFTs and they don't go anywhere. And like some of them, it would be nice to <laughs> not going to lie to like even get some of your money back. And so I was thinking that like it would be really cool, you know, if you launched a collection to have someone have the ability to have it backed with some money. So that's really cool because I mean, I have some I would love to get rid of that won't probably go anywhere ever. And if even I got half my money back it would be lovely. <laughs> Right. And it, it creates a bull case for a collection too, and, and creates the opportunity for artists to sell their art for closer to like what the relative value of the art actually is, but without telling people, without saying to people, well, look, set, value my art at this, but also it's going to be totally illiquid. It's saying, look, this is what my art is worth, but I'm not taking all of this money. I'm leaving a percentage of this money as backing for my art piece, which means that it will never fall below that value. It can never fall below that value and selling it for below that pro rata value would be you effectively paper handing it. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. Uh, okay, so you said, could you create a collection that donates a certain percentage of each sale to the charity? So this is actually epic, an epic question. Because um, sort of, sort of, a yes, you could donate a, a percentage to the charity. But what I would actually like to see people doing for charity NFTs is, um, you know, and and on our roadmap, one of the contracts that I would hope to release is kind of like a, a delegated staking reward vault. So what the way that that would work is like you would have a full a fully backed NFT DAO. And then that DAO would do something like stake USDC into uh, the, one of these vault contracts. And then the USDC would go into like Curve DAO or Synapse where it's generating yield. And then that yield that's generated would automatically be sold for stable coins. And then the charity of your choice could have their wallet addra address passed in as the claimant. So instead of sending liquidity to a charity directly you pool liquidity and stake it to earn a revenue stream or an annuity for that charity which i think has a lot more uh potential impact over time for like a a social purpose like that right so it's like uh, you know one one use is like i could imagine okay i want to save the orangutans so I make a generative art collection of orangutans that are fully asset backed. And the use of that asset backing is to go to Curve DAO and all of the rewards from the Curve pool would be used, would be delegated to a specific wallet address. So and then that charity that saves orangutans gets that revenue stream, but never dilutes the initial principle, right? 
So as opposed to providing them with like a one-time payment, the collection is providing them with an asset pool that allows a charity to tap the revenues that are possible from these DeFi protocols, which basically as of now, like uh, nonprofit organizations. <laughs> this is as of now, as of now, nonprofit organizations are not able to make investments, right? So this creates like a way that a community could basically make an investment or generate an annuity on the behalf of a social benefit or environmental benefit organization. That just got me extremely excited. <laughs> just everything, everything on that bit right there was, was fantastic. Yeah, that's unreal. It's like you guys have really thought of everything. Yeah. Like everything that I've thought I wished for to be able to do with the NFT collection. It's sounds like you guys have gone over it. It's really neat. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, we've been talking for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. So look, looking at that. Yeah. All good. <laughs> we, we, we really do appreciate you guys being the, the, the first RBTC live guest. Uh, like I was saying before, uh, I know you guys have been here for, you know, over an hour now. So, uh, for anybody that's hung around, you know, they, that you've been listening, um, make sure you go over uh, to Omakaze Discord, um, join up in there, ask any additional questions. Yeah, we have, have. A, we have a Ask the Team channel, so if you have any questions, just post them in there because it's really easy to find them in one stream. Absolutely. And we have, uh, we have everything pinned in the stage text chat uh, so that it's easy to find. And then, uh, yeah, you guys can go over there and speak with the team and really really get involved with the project so uh, thanks for uh, having us yeah absolutely really appreciate you guys being a guest here and uh i think we'll, we'll yeah wrap great it community up. bro please and please guys just join the discord any other questions like we're pretty active and answering questions and and we love hearing people's ideas about like what they're looking to do with their nft collection and our goal is to you know make this as as functional as possible and as easy for people to deploy the project of their dreams as they can without having to interact with uh, developers or, or deal with the developer timeline. Um, and, and mainly because of just like the sort of, there's sort of like a lexicon gap between artists and devs. And we're just looking to smooth that process and make, make blockchain development more accessible to artists, so. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank yeah, you so much. much. I look All forward right. to seeing you guys yeah. soon. Peace. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. Oh. <laughs> See you.